0: My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl, God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that Girl, God's got you, and He wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning back into the Girl, God's Got You podcast. Today we have a special guest on the show, my mom, Rachel Clausen. We are going to be talking about the health of the body, the home, spiritual health, as well as sharing some of Rachel's favorite healthy food and exercise tips because she recently got certified as a health coach last year and she's taking on clients and helping people change their lives to become a better, healthier version of themselves. So if you're actually interested in... Uh, looking for some health tips or hiring a health coach I will leave my mom's info in the description box uh, the show notes of this episode but if you just want to hear some healthy tips on the podcast we're excited to share it's kind of a more casual conversation and we're also going to be sharing some family and spiritual health tips as well so sit back relax and I hope you really enjoy this wonderful conversation with my mom and I. Hello, Mom. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you. We've been talking the whole time, but we're going to talk about it. We keep laughing, but we're officially starting. So, And I have my notes. She has her notes, just, you know, like mother, like daughter. We always have to have our notes written down. So this is Rachel Clausen, my mom, and I'm going to have my dad on the podcast later. But, of course, my mom is first, and we're going to talk all about faith. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about motherhood and marriage and all that, but specifically health. And we asked some people on the Girl Gods Got You Instagram some health questions. And Miss Rachel Colossum, the health coach, is going to answer them. So this is some inside scoop. And also, too, I will link her health coach website um, down oh, below in the you. show notes. So if you guys need some help. Ask Rachel and maybe she'll give the podcast a discount code or something. Apps or I mean, just free information. Free information guess. off this. If you have any questions, we'll put her health coaching email in there just for all the questions. And you should check out her blog too because she shares a lot of good stuff. So to start off, I want to ask you the top two questions that I ask all my guests. And I've only yes. had one guest, but your, <laughs> favorite, your favorite song lyric at the moment and your favorite quote at the moment. What, what would okay. they be? Well I, th- well, I have two favorite quotes
1: always and so i'm going to start with my first favorite quote to lead into my first favorite uh, song right now and then i will end with my second quote Yay. and the reason why is because my first quote from shakespeare is if music be the food of love play on
0: mm-hmm. and i
1: love music you can ask as well i play music all the time yes, yes. i'm not very much into television i have maybe a couple of shows but i just love music and it just is, it cheers me up and it calms yeah. me down mm-hmm.
0: Of music. By music. the way, we're outside recording, so you hear <laughs> random noises or music. Yeah, we have some is
1: going on right now. <laughs> Their
0: window's probably open. Okay,
1: yes. So, so anyway, anyway, I have so many favorite songs, but the one I actually focused on today was a Christian song by Shane and Shane, and it's called You're Beautiful, and I am a morning person. Um, mm-hmm. I love to get up in the morning and just spend some time with God. I love to run in the morning and just see God's beauty. I have to get up pretty early these days because it's so warm. So this, this um, song, You're Beautiful, just really touched me. I'm mm. going to read just like the first two verses, if that's okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> but everybody needs to listen to this song because yes. they will not do
0: it justice. We'll put it it's... in the show notes below. Yes, yes ma'am. So it says, mm-hmm.
1: I see your face in every sunrise. The colors of the morning are inside your eyes. The world awakens in the light of the day. I look up to the sky and say, You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I see your power in the moonlight night, moonlit night, excuse me, where planets are in motion and galaxies are bright. We are amazed in the light of the stars. It's all proclaiming who you are. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. I see you hanging there on a tree. You bled and then you died and then you rose again for me. Now you're sitting on your heavenly throne and soon we will be coming home. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. When we arrive at Eternity's shore, where death is just a memory and tears are no more, we'll enter into the we- we'll enter in as the wedding bells ring. Your bride will come together, and we will sing. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. So yeah, that just reminds me. I mean, as much as I love to run in the morning and spend time with God. I love evening walks, mm-hmm. and so to see the, your power in the moonlit night where planets are in motion and galaxies are bright, just this whole song just really touches me. So mm-hmm. so yeah, and I'm excited to see Jesus. I know he's beautiful. He has a beautiful heart. Um, I'm excited to see his face because I know that it, his love for us is so amazing that all we're going to think is just the beauty, and we're just going to see the beauty in that. Mm -hmm. And so to end that, my next favorite quote is by Hippocrates, which is, Let food be thy medicine, and medicine be thy food. Mm -hmm. And um, not so much that medicine is going to cure you from a disease that you have, so much as a preventative,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: as far as, you know, if we eat a certain way now, then maybe we're not going to get the diseases that we're afraid of. We're not going to get heart disease. We might not get cancer, Mm -hmm. um, diabetes, Alzheimer's. So let food be thy medicine, and medicine be thy food. Yeah. For
0: mm-hmm. instance,
1: Doritos and Oreos, they do not grow on a tree. That's true. They do not grow from a plant. Mm-hmm. So you probably shouldn't eat them. They are not medicine.
0: Yes, they are not medicine. So, you could have some moderation. Oh, absolutely. The majority. And we will talk about that. The amen to that. We're going to talk about moderation, everyone. Diets don't work. Lifestyles do. Exactly. Amen. amen. But now we're going to be talking to Rachel about the background of her life. So, I know yes. the general question. What is the background of your life? What makes well, Rachel
1: who Rachel is? That is very general because yes. I am 51 years old. Yes. And oh. this question is like a long one when you're yeah. 51 years Got 51 old. 51 years to recap. So, yes. I'm going to try to narrow it down. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yes, I'm 51. I was born in 68. When I was 11, I moved from England to San Diego, California, which was quite the culture shock, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. um, not just because we moved to America, which was such a, a huge deal at that time, but but it was hard being taken away from all your aunties and uncles and grandparents and cousins, and my dad lived right across the street from us, and so my dad, my parents were divorced, and so we, so, yeah, it was a culture shock. My mom remarried um, somebody in America, in the U.S. Navy, who was, actually was from the same town. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was definitely a culture shock, and I was very shy. So to be in the sixth grade and in junior high with a British accent
0: <laughs> was complete torture. This is my mom's dream. It's torture.
1: Oh. And those that really know me, as in the speech and debate crowd, how much I just love to talk in front of yes, she
0: loves it. Just Seriously. kidding. It's not her favorite thing at all. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's not, like on and negative five.
1: Unlike yeah. Isabel,
0: yes. Oh, yes. Well,
1: yeah. So anyway, then my parents retired from Idaho to San... Or sorry to Idaho from San Diego mm-hmm. the summer before my junior year, which was hard moving in high school and I wanted to go to college and pretty much told that that was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I moved out at a very young age of 17 to finish high school in San Diego and live on my own basically. I mean I lived with people but I, I was on my own mm-hmm. and um, and so that of course changes you as a person. Um, she grew
0: up fast. I grew up really fast. And she's very resourceful. So. I am, It did so pay off in the end. But.
1: It did pay off in the end. And God's plan was different than mine, as, mm-hmm. as always. And so I ended up, make a long story short, back in Idaho, actually, to help my mom with my stepfather had some cancer. And so I started into banking, and then I was in banking for nine years.
0: Wow. And I absolutely loved it. She is so good. She does the payroll for... The uh, Desert, Desert Wells, Desert Desert Wealth. Wells yes. she has her Desert <laughs> Health business. Do you have any questions about yes. payroll, taxes, Rachel Clausen and So mm-hmm. what, what did you specifically do at the bank? What was your job?
1: Well, I started as a teller. Mm-hmm. That lasted for a short time because I was completely bored. And luckily, they had a loan secretary position open. And so I took that right away. And then um, the gentleman I actually was working for left the bank and went to another bank. I was completely crushed until he said, hey, you want to come over with me and be... Um, I was the uh, assistant for the actual loan committee, so people would be flown in, these big, huge loans, and I would basically, back then, they called it the secretary, so I would organize the meetings and take all the minutes, and then our bank got bought out by another bank, the original bank I was with to begin with, which is kind of funny, <laughs> and so with all my background and learning that I had, had done from the bank, they offered me a, a lending job, so mostly did commercial loans, and oh, wow. all their co- consumer loans, and agricultural loans. Mm. So, yes, I did love it very much. And, and tell us a little about the JC's. JC Jay-C stands for the Junior Chamber, yes. which was a huge part of my life. It, it is a young leadership organization, but boy, did we have a great time. focus was absolutely serving others, volunteering, which I'm so grateful for.
0: And that's how she met my dad well, just for the hilarious. sake of the yeah. podcast this wasn't in the notes before please it tell wasn't. please say the short term or the long-term Seriously? story the whole story how you guys <laughs> met all the funny quirks oh, all gosh. the way up to how my dad proposed in the movie line guys my dad all used to movie line. i want to yes we need to share it yes. okay okay quick version quick version <laughs> so
1: i met your dad at a convention we had those every three qu- every quarter so mm-hmm. for a month or four years sorry and this one particular convention (laughs) it was um so we had it was two days and so the very first see me on the Friday night kind of have a function and the next day you have a breakfast meeting and a lunch meeting and a dinner meeting and then that evening we had a ball so we were all dressed up in our formal outfits and so your dad Rob came up to me he said you know I don't know if you remember my name is Rob I have one question for you I said oh yeah what would that be and he said I'm wondering if you're high maintenance and I could not believe he asked me this question. I thought that was so rude. Why would he ask me that? And so, anyway, which is really, really quite funny because of what I, what I do today. But he said, Well, I, I saw you at lunch. I, I noticed that you had whispered something to the waiter and he brought you a different lunch than everybody else was eating. And then I saw you do the same thing at dinner. And he said, Oh my gosh, this girl must be really high maintenance. Like the steak wasn't good enough or you know, whatever. So he just really wanted, want to, he really wanted to know. And I was like, no, I just kind of eat healthy, and the lunch was unhealthy, and so it was a dinner, so I just wondered if they had, like, just a titch of salad or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and so he just starts laughing. He says, you know, that's actually a movie line. Um, when Harry met Sally, and I was like, oh, okay. So I gave him some grapes yeah. We danced all night because it was Aww. a convention, and it was very, very fun. Hmm. And then, fast forward a year, I guess. So then, fast, sh- fast forward. He used a
0: movie line. To Wait. talk to her.
1: Yeah, to talk just to her. Just preface this,
0: from the movie When Harry Met Sally. So. That's right. So just then,
1: to to fast forward, um, we just, he decides that we should go to the Grand Tetons to take some pictures, beautiful pictures. And so we did. So we're taking pictures. Oh, it was a sunny drive. We took pictures. and pictures. Oh, it was a Friday drive. We took <laughs> pictures on Saturday morning. But he took so many. And I'm thinking, why does he need this many pictures <laughs> of the Tetons? And so as he was putting his camera away, he got on one knee and told me to sit on a log, he got on one knee with his can and out came this beautiful ring. And oh, he said, when you meet somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want them, you want the rest of your life to start now. And I thought that was the most sweetest thing on the planet. And then he reminded me that was also a Harry, when Harry met Sally movie
0: line. <laughs> oh, you just <laughs> so adorable. It's so cute because that's how it started, but. Yes, my dad's the He's king so of funny. movie lines. So, so. that's the story of that's Rachel's background. And how does that tie to faith? Your faith oh story. Oh my
1: gosh. Okay. We so will get to the
0: health stuff soon. We just need we, to will, share we will. We will. So my movies.
1: faith story. I always believed in God. My mom told me about God. I I won't say that we were raised in a Christian home. In England, we went to the uh, Church of England, which was really cold and musty and. Scary, kind of. I kind of was scared of God, but I think mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that because it, I, I made really good, yeah, fear. God's fear really made me choose good choices, mm-hmm. make good choices during high school and, and after high school. Um, but when when I, I came close to God was when I, Bible study fellowship uh, was introduced to me and some friends, and you were two. You and Remington did that with me until you were five. And just learning about how to have a relationship with God is when my faith really grew. I didn't really know what that meant before then. Oh, and a couple weeks in my Bible study, somebody said this to me, which is so huge. Mm -hmm. It said, when we need God, God provides. No, sorry, when we need, God provides. When we ask, God answers. When we believe, God is present. And when we think, God gives more. Which is so true. So special. It's so true. Very much true. So yeah, my, my faith story isn't really anything major other than... I mean, I have it on my knees to just ask him to forgive me for all my sins, and it just, I literally felt them taken away from me. Mm. And then be blessed by amazing people. Yes. And so, and then it just goes beyond that.
0: I you know. know just, is, I think God shows his blessing so much with the people he puts in our life. Abundantly. The, yes, and the memories and just that feeling of being forgiven and being able to move on. and mm-hmm. Every day is a new day. I, I love that. Yeah. First topic question. This is for the health part of the podcast. Describe your health journey. What certifications do you have and how did you want to, or how did you know you want to become a health coach?
1: Well, um, I I was always slim growing mm-hmm. up. My nickname was Bones, actually. <laughs> I did not like that Bones. nickname, but, yes, <clears throat> but that happened. And then, you know, after adolescence and puberty, you know, stuff happens, <laughs> which was an adjustment for me. Yeah. So I, And I quickly did, did not like that. So I thought, wow, I, I kind of want my Slim self, always. And so I just really started reading about it, I Mm -hmm, think. mm -hmm. And um, I had actually signed up for the prevention magazine, which I would still highly recommend everybody read. I just did a lot of reading, and then people just started coming up to me, especially, or my friends, but especially people that I worked with. Well, kind of like with you. How do you keep so slim? How do you keep so motivated? So I would put them on little competitions against each other. Mm. They would get so many points for, back then we counted calories, um, and exercise. I'd put like a little point system together. And, and they, you know, the pounds were coming off, and they were getting healthy, and I just thought, I mean, that was probably, that was so fun, and mm-hmm. I did that in banking with my peers. And then it became, we had seven branches, the bank I worked for, and I did their newsletter, so I kind of made it kind of a, a branch-wide thing, oh. and so it got kind of big and fun, and so that's kind of how it started. And then, um, then I just always had a passion just for healthy eating and exercise. I mean, I have not, not exercised since I was about 19 years old and and I mean I've learned a lot as you know things change all the time Mm -hmm. and you can read one thing and tomorrow you can read the opposite yes and so you have to take take that grain of salt everybody needs to figure out what's good for them Mm -hmm. because everybody's different yes um and so that led me after homeschooling and praying um to take a one-year course called integrative nutrition just to kind of learn how to um Put that to use to help actually be a health coach, and, I, and the reason why I did that, I thought a certification behind my name would mm. give me more um, credit credibility.
0: Now, going on to more of the health advice, I know this podcast is directed to young women. What advice would you give to young women when it comes to food and exercise? There's okay, a lot.
1: there's a lot, but for young women that maybe you know just starting out or don't have families yet, mm-hmm. um, I think. It's really easy to quickly grab something to eat here and there, um, but from experience, that is just not healthy. Yeah. So I would say if you know if you can eat as whole of foods and as minimally pro- processed foods as possible, meaning, yes, you can get a bag of chips that are healthy, but just check the label and make sure there's only about five ingredients and that you know what those five ingredients are. Mm-hmm. If there's any ingredients that you don't understand, you probably should just stick it back on the shelf. I know that probably sounds boring. <laughs> Um, but it's not.
0: What's an example of just a grab-and-go healthy snack
1: more than okay. chips? Okay, I would say like a kind bar, mm. you know, and you just check the label. And and, and something else, too, is, is if you are limited on your choices, if you can just look on the back on the ingredients mostly, as well as just the fat and calories. But if you can find something that has 5 grams of sugar or less, and if that's all you have, I wouldn't go over the 5 grams of sugar, but at least you know that sugar is probably not the first ingredient.
0: Yeah exactly
1: which can cause all kinds of problems um yes. and then to move every day you you young kids can move every day and you mm-hmm. should yes. i mean nobody's going to get thin from exercising but because it's probably 10 20 percent of
0: oh yes go into that a little rate. i think people don't realize that what's the yeah. ratio so i'm going to say the ratio is probably 10 percent. 10 percent exercise and the rest is food so, yes, if you want to lose weight or get healthy, focus 90% on the food you would take and 10% on the exercise you give Yeah,
1: out. so a lot of people don't exercise and they don't think about their diet because they think, oh, I have to exercise, I don't want to do that, so just forget the whole thing. Um, they don't realize that it's actually the food that you put in your body is, is going gonna, is gonna to be what makes you healthy and it's going to make you um, not gain weight or not be obese. And the exercise times? part of it, though... Um, Of course, it's good for your heart if you're doing cardio, and it's good for your bones if you're doing uh, weights. But when you do exercise, the mental, um, just the psychology of it all, I mean, seriously, when I go for a run, I am spending 45 minutes every morning with my psychologist. (laughs) It has nothing to do with anything else, and I feel like a million dollars when I get back. And it just makes you choose better food choices. When you've just done this great workout, you're not going to go in the house and have a Dorito. You're going to go, ooh, seriously, I just worked out. I think I'm going to have... A banana, or an apple, or you know, whatever your smoothie, or yeah. eggs and eggs and spinach. You're not going to probably. So
0: it, it really has more to
1: do with the 10, percent but you do not have to exercise to to, to lose weight or calories in calories.
0: And how mm-hmm. much weight did Dad lose just eating healthy?
1: Yeah, eating healthy, not exercising. He lost 35 pounds.
0: My dad does not exercise. He does no. his trail
1: walk. He's quite the young. I mean, he, and first it dropped he, off because he stopped eating sugar and he stopped drinking pop. That's it, it, you guys. pretty much just fell off.
0: So what advice would you give young women who are trying to balance a busy life while also trying to learn how to take care of their home? We're going to go more into the health of the home tips. Yes. And we need Rachel's cleaning tips and health hacks. Oh, well, I think, I think the biggest thing is just to, to try to
1: be a planner if you're not. Try to be a little bit more organized if you're not. And I know that sounds probably a little bit rigid also, but it's just known, people that are organized. Most people are organized. Are or less stressed. They're more healthy. And it's just it's just a fact. You know, plan your week. Every Sunday night, I get out my calendar and I put on I schedule everything. Pretty much, I try to ma- meal plan. Not necessarily exactly, but I don't eat the same way as, as as my family. I eat the same thing every day. So for me, I don't have to meal plan. But for my yeah. boys, I do. And I put on their um, all my appointments. I put on there based on my appointments and my volunteering and everything that I need to do that I know what days I'm going to exercise what I'm going to do with that exercise Um, so I'm just so much of a planner so I think to balance life I think just use your day planners put everything on there I guess your calendars online now Mm -hmm. Um, yep or on our phones phones. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, and then what I do is Try to spend about an hour a day on a to-do item. So rather than having a whole to-do list that is just overwhelming, you might have 30 things on your to-do list, just take one of those things and put it on your calendar and say, okay, today I'm gonna to take 40 minutes, 30, maybe 60, depending on that day, I'm gonna get this particular thing done. As far as keeping the home clean, oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite things. Mom loves so cleaning. So my trick is, as long as everything is put in place, and that's so huge, your house can really look clean. If you put everything in place and vacuum, so if you do no dusting, no cleaning, but you do those two things, put everything where it goes. And I haven't vacuumed
0: since I moved in. Oh, my gosh. Since I mean, you were here and you vacuumed. I haven't even taken the vacuum. i have to vacuum before I leave here. <laughs> oh. Um, oh.
1: And then the other thing is to just spruce your bathrooms every morning. So after Isabel and I it use our bathroom, those. we just kind of spritz the mirror. And then we just kind of brighten up the sink and the toilet. And then it looks clean. And then, you know, once a week you can deep clean. Yeah, So I think being organized um, can boost your health Mm -hmm. in so many ways, and so if you can plan some of those things, I just, I I truly believe that most people that I can think of that are organized in their life is probably the healthiest people I know. And actually, there's a study from the Personality and Social Psychology um, found that women who described their homes as cluttered were more prone to depression, fatigue, and higher levels of stress hormones Mm -hmm. and weight gain. So. And so I think that's why that's one of my talents of being a health coach is I really try to incorporate that even in my health coaching, Mm -hmm. help people get
0: organized. I know, yeah, clutter can really keep you from actually having new thoughts, going on a new path, especially in weight loss or a health journey because you're just so weighed down by all the stuff in your home, just getting it all cleared away, then you have a clear brain to pursue the new path and the new goals. That's right. Going off of the whole cleaning and health type Vibe, What advice would you give on being a selfless wife and mama? Um, You know, being selfless
1: is, I really think, when you give birth to these little humans, I mean, it's just a natural thing that happens. I remember just being an auntie thinking, gosh, you have to wake up that early and do all these things? Like, I don't think I can do that. I I really thought that, but the minute you have these babies, you're just, you don't even think about that at all. So sweet. So I think that's a natural thing. Um, being a selfless wife, I think, um, I don't know. I kind of think I was, she'd been born in the 50s as a wife. I know that sounds really pretty pathetic, yes, but not- I just kind of feel like, I don't know. I'm just grateful that your dad worked so hard for me to stay home and homeschool. And mm-hmm. so I try to make, his love language is quality time, so, which is easy for me. So I just thought it was selfless of me to not overbook you or schedule, because dad just loved being at home with you mm-hmm. kids and me when we got home so to be selfless as a wife I mean I don't know that I would describe myself as selfless oh, all the I time I mean are. we're human yes you are
0: selfless.
1: but I will say so that I don't take too much credit is I don't think if I would have I think with homeschooling because I am just the personality that get things done get things done which you know most mothers are but I think the fact that I homeschooled actually made me sit down and school you. I don't know that I would have done that as far as like playing and spending time as to be truthful. Nice. I'm grateful for homeschooling because I, I you know, obviously I had to sit down and really spend some time with you. And, and as, as far as selfless that way, I don't know that I could actually take too much credit. I think it was from
0: homeschooling probably with my personality. So, so the next question. So what do you wish you knew before you became a wife and a homeschool mom? Definitely, I wish I would have known about
1: love languages. Oh, that is so huge! I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast has has done the Chapman love language test, and to know what your spouse's love language is huge. Big one. I didn't know that my first part of my marriage, my my, uh, nephew Jacob and bride married the time we're engaged had told us about this book and I, I literally at some point have said i think that saved my marriage now that sounds horrible to dad but hey um she, that's the truth that's good that it it did. it made me love yeah. him all over again because I, I realized things i was bothered by weren't really much to do with him it was it was more about me and <laughs> so to be selfless to go back on that yes. i think if you can find out what your husband's love language is and he can find out what yours is so huge and i really if your husband is so happy how can you not be happy? And yeah. if I'm so happy, how can he not be happy?
0: Our last topic question, all about health, wifehood, cleaning. How do you maintain a solid relationship with God, even when you do so much in the day, whether it's, you know, whether you're trying to take care of the home, whether you're trying to run a health business, whether your kids are home or not? Like, how do you keep God at the center and find motivation to work hard? Well,
1: waking up with God every morning, okay? Mm. you know I've done that since you're about two years old I still sit on the same exact couch in the same exact spot
0: I'm probably looking at it from my mom's perspective I would make sure every time I I still do this if I don't wake up early I feel like really (laughs) mad at myself (laughs) but especially when I was younger I thought okay I need to wake up before Remington does because I want to snuggle with mom first. And so, I, if any time I didn't wake up early, I'd be so sad because he'd be out there with her. But I look at that now from my mom's perspective, like she's probably just trying to get like five minutes to herself, <laughs> yeah. and then her kids come up like, "Oh, snuggled, hug oh, me." No, well, I'm sure weird. you that loved was, you it, did. but I could just I see like trying it. to pray to God, then your little twins come out like, <laughs> you know what?" Though oh, God, God
1: provided all the time, mm. like He, and even now when I, I don't put my alarm on, but God knows I need to spend time with Him in the morning. Oh. And that's how it was when you were little. Like Literally, I felt like I closed my Bible and I had little fo- footsteps Aww. come out. One or, one or two of you were ready to snuggle for that's a few so minutes. so cute. And so God does provide that every single day. Uh, and so I just feel like that is the most important thing. Sometimes, I mean, I, I probably spend 30 or 40 minutes, but sometimes I don't have 30 or 40 minutes. But if I could at least spend a couple of minutes, whether it's doing a quick devotional mm. or a quick prayer. I have a prayer journal that I love that really keeps me focused on my prayer. Right now I'm reading Job.
0: Oh, I'm in a Bible study doing Job as well. Oh, that's oh so God.
1: God. <laughs> What chapter are you on? I'm on
0: chapter three.
1: Well, I'm on chapter 11. Oh. <laughs> no, well, that is pretty funny. I have all the books of the Bible that would be reading the same one. We're not I, even in the same house anymore.
0: No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but if, you know, if there's days I also have, I love the Daily Hope,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I have um, Jesus is Calling devotional. My niece Mary sent me. Oh, she's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And that's just been a blessing. And, um, so yeah, I have to spend some time, and I, I, honestly, the days I don't, I just, my days don't go as well.
0: Before we go on to our closing questions, I have the Girl Gods Got You Instagram. I asked some questions. So there was two questions I asked. The first question was just any health tips you want to ask a health coach. So one of them was by my friend Hey uh, Norton. She asked, how do you find the right type of exercise for you? Is there such a thing? Yes. The right
1: type of exercise for you is the one that you love to do. Mm, Amen. I love that. Seriously. I mean, there are so many. And um, what I would do is just try a few that you think, even if you don't think you'll even like it. Um, For instance, for me, my favorite exercise besides running is jump roping. Yes. And I go in the backyard and jump rope for about 20 minutes, and I love it. I put my AirPods in, and um, you burn the same amount of calories as you do running. And where that started was is when Remy and Belle's dad would leave on business trips. I didn't feel comfortable just randomly running around the streets when i homeschooled in case i got i don't know hit by a car or something mm-hmm. and so i would just jump up in the backyard and i just mm-hmm. i loved it I And mean, it took a while for that but yeah you're not going to do any exercise that you don't enjoy that you don't love so if you hate exercising period i would start with walking yes because who doesn't love a nice walk and just you know time yourself mm-hmm. and make sure every time you go out it's a little bit faster than the last time the next thing you know you're power walking and then you might want to try jogging and like, oh i might and maybe like
0: this. Yes. Well, thank so thank do this—the one that you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. The one that you love—it'll motivate you. And the other question we had for the same question, just generic questions about health, was by a girl named Lauren Ashley Moore, and she said, "Carbs. I know that we all love them and our bodies need them, but how much is too much?"
1: Well, I think if you're going to um, think about your macros, I think 40% of your calories is the best amount mm-hmm. to maintain your weight. For carbs. For carbs. Okay. I think 40 for carbs, 30 for fat, 30 for protein. I mean, I believe in the 80-20 or 90-10 as far as living a little when you eat or you're just going to hate it. But, yeah, our bodies need, and not such our bodies need carbs, but our brains. Mm
0: -hmm. You can get,
1: I mean, a lot of people can get brain fog from too many carbs, but you can also get brain fog from not enough carbs. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, thank you. And uh, our other question um, for this was from, our friend Madeline Joe. Oh, Maddie. One, two, one. Maddie, oh. Maddie. Yes, she said, "What's the best post-workout meal?" Ooh, best post-workout yeah. meal. That's for, interesting. For cardio and then versus resistance, because there's a oh my. Um, I would like to know. <laughs> I would say
1: probably anything that has some protein in it, so some eggs, a smoothie. I honestly do intermittent fasting, so I don't follow that rule. I have a nice big cup of coffee when I get home from my run. Mm.
0: Um,
1: I have if
0: coffee I have, every day.
1: Yeah, if I Three haven't had some day. before, then, you know, if I have, I might have some. So I, I do intermittent fasting until about 11, but when I break my fast, I make sure I have, usually I'll break my fast with a um, Greek yogurt and some nuts and berries, mm. so protein, basically.
0: Our other kind of question we had was what is the um, – Biggest struggle you have with health and fitness, and I just thought mom could give some advice to these struggles. So, um, one of our friends said, "Can't get myself to do at home workouts."
1: Hmm. Okay, so what you need to do when it comes to exercise is to remember. I think we talked about this already on the podcast, right? The exercise um, is really should be looked at as a gift that you give yourself. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be looked at as a chore. Um, if you can look at it as a gift, um, to tone your body. To move your body, um, if you look at it that way versus something that you need to do to lose weight, I think that that's just going to be a natural conversion of just that you don't want to do it. It's mm-hmm. just a gift that you give yourself. And if you just don't like it, just go for a walk. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like going for a walk? It's beautiful.
0: Especially with a friend. With a friend. Yes. Another girl named Mallory Cree, She, for her struggle, she was saying, I can eat good healthy meals but I snack often and have a big sweet tooth.
1: Mm, I have mom loves tooth. snacks
0: and sweet tooth so I what does rachel do I for have that a
1: sweet tooth also um i think for snacks you really have to decide are you hungry or not before you eat it and then one good way to realize that is if you have some pre-cut vegetables in the refrigerator mm-hmm. and you're so hungry and you open the fridge you're like ooh,
0: i'm not that hungry
1: i don't want to eat vegetables i want to have like a cookie yeah you're probably not really hungry you're just Bored. Bored. I think
0: bored too.
1: Yeah, just kind of emotional eating. Mm-hmm. If you're really hungry and your tummy's growling, you're going to think, ooh, that fruit or the apple just looks amazing, and mm-hmm. you're going to go for that. Mm-hmm. And if you're really hungry for a snack, then just pick something that's really healthy. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, that doesn't sound
0: good to you, you probably aren't hungry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you. Now we're going to ask a couple closing questions. So these are some sentimental ones. So. Uh-oh. What things are you most excited for in the future as you watch your children grow up oh, and as right. your marriage continues to grow? Mm. I think it's so special.
1: It is special. Um, now it's really dark and I can't see my notes. So yes, off it's the dark cuff,
0: outside, yes.
1: Off the cuff, I'm going to say that... Um, you don't
0: have your reading glasses.
1: Oh, I just don't have a flashlight. You know? I'll use a
0: flashlight.
1: My phone's charging. Okay so, I, uh, obviously, okay, so what I'm really excited about, Isabel, is you and your new career just freshly graduated, freshly in a brand new apartment with some amazing friends and just things that are happening in your life right now for sure and um, and your career with dad and you're going to be an amazing financial advisor and so I'm just oh, so excited to see you. where all that goes, you have so much passion and motivation and love of learning and challenging yourself so I'm excited to see you open your office and um, I just have no doubt that you'll be a huge success and well, then just watching your walk with Jesus and that also inspires me it makes me look forward to seeing the plans that God has for you in love, in marriage, and a baby carriage. Oh, gosh. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited to see the special person that makes you feel cherished as much as God makes you feel cherished. Because I know that's huge for you, and I'm so excited to see that. Oh. Because I want you to be cherished forever. That's just what I would love to see. Um, and then I just pray that you'll never settle, because uh, God has a perfect gentleman for you. And so I'm excited for that. And for Remington, I'm excited for him to transfer to ASU and live with his friends. Yes, it's for so those of you that
0: don't know, Remington is my brother. His twin brother. Rachel's yes. son.
1: He graduates
0: tomorrow with his uh,
1: yeah. um, associate's
0: degree. Dang, and what so, a man. He's getting it done. Yeah, he'll
1: go to ASU f- to finish the construction program there. And he's just such mm-hmm. a loyal person to his friends and to his family. And I'm just so proud of him. And so that's exciting. And then for Dad, I'm excited for his year of spiritual growth.
0: Yes, which is huge. Does he know this is said on the podcast? I
1: don't know, but he's all in, and so
0: okay. It's Let huge. it be known from
1: the rooftops. Yep. Rob is
0: growing in his spiritual he is. growth, which is and very he awesome. Is. Yeah, yeah. You know, moms
1: worry about their children from the minute they're born, um, and the worries get bigger; they don't mm-hmm. get smaller, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so, Dad and I are, are um, really excited to focus. Our new focus is Sunday afternoon dates, oh. and so that's kind of what I'm excited about for the future of that. And just to that. leave your kids alone a little bit and let you let you do your thing.
0: For those of you listening, you could still be married for 20-something years to a 62-year-old, 62, 62 60, 51-year-old woman, 62-year-old man. They're still dating and going on cute Sunday drives. Yes. So yes. But the love always have a spark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank we you hope to me. have you again, maybe on a... Mom and dad couples Q and A or oh, something. That would be if you fun. never know if you guys yeah. want to hear Rachel more. Tell us. Yeah. But thank you. And we hope you all have a great day.
1: Yes. Have awesome. a great day. Thank, thank you. Bye. Thank you. bye.